Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. is the number to call. So yesterday, and we could keep your, you know, keep calling with the Rogers stuff or really whatever it is you want to discuss on uh, this Thursday morning. I really don't care. You want to talk about the garbage stuff like Marco and I just did. I'm fine with that too. I love garbage day. Matter of fact, I could do a remake of the Harvey Day song that I once did and make it garbage day. I'm sure I could come up with some lyrics for that. Uh, And what do you hear the, the rap song I actually wrote when I do decide to let that out? Um, anyway, Shohei Otani um, is going to be a focal point this season because he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. I know Artie Moreno, the Angels owner, who was trying to sell the team. He has now since said, you know what, he's not going to sell the team anymore. So what type of impact is that going to have on Otani? Will Otani be traded before the season, during the season? It seems like during the season right now would be the case. And Andy Martino of SNY had excellent reporting on it where – you know, we don't know definitively what's going to happen. But Andy basically said in the in his story that there's no way the Mets or Yankees would trade for Shohei Otani in season. They both inquired about Otani's availability a year ago. Neither team got anywhere close. And if the Angels do decide to trade him at the deadline... Both the Mets and Yankees would would not, in all likelihood, would not trade their prospects, and it's going to take a lot, obviously, to get him for a guy who might be a two or three month rental. And that brings me to the next part, where we've assumed that there's a you know, because based on what happened last time, where the free agency. You know, where it wasn't obviously a total free agency, the, the posting fees or whatever, where he came over from Japan, the Yankees wanted him. Yankees thought they were going to get him, and they didn't. He wanted to play on the West Coast, and that's why he went to the Angels. So he already turned down New York once. Why wouldn't he do it again? Well, 
the reason why he might not do it again is because Steve Cohen is in play now. And you have a player who is going to have all of the richest teams in the sport vying for his services. The Dodgers, obviously, the Mets, the Yankees. You would assume these teams are all going to be in on Otani once he hits the open market. And if the Mets or Yankees don't trade for him, and I don't know if the Dodgers would trade for him, or if you know the Angels would even trade him to the Dodgers, who knows how that would work out midway through the year. But if you're Otani at this point, wouldn't you assume he's going to be hitting free agency? You know, it's like Judge last year. Why would you get locked up now to a long-term deal? Unless you really want to be in Anaheim. But if he talks about wanting to win, he doesn't want to be locked up long-term there. But you're you're six months away from being a free agent again. You could go wherever you want for however much money you want. Get everybody involved. Even if you're not going to go to New York, you get them involved and you drive the price up with the Dodgers or whoever it may be. But you get to pick. So I would think that regardless of where he goes at the deadline, if he goes anywhere at all, he's going to hit free agency. And I've said this all along, and I will continue to say it again. I've said this for at least you know the last several months, maybe even dating back to last year, where if Otani hits the open market, there is no one that is going to outbid Steve Cohen and the Mets. Now, that doesn't mean that Otani's coming to the Mets. It means that the Mets will have the highest bid. If Otani wants the most money and a spot where he can win, the combination of the two, the Mets will be the best spot. Now, he can win other places, and he can get a lot of money other places. It will not be the highest offer. There's no way if he hits the open market, Steve Cohen is going to be outbid. The only way the Mets would lose that is if Otani doesn't want to play or he wants to play somewhere else, like, let's say, the Yankees. Maybe he wants to play for the pinstripes. And maybe the Yankees have a comparable offer, although I don't think anybody is going to even come close. I think the Mets offer will be significantly more than the next guy. I don't think it's going to come down to, well, the Mets offer is $5 million more than the Dodgers or $3 million more than the Yankees. No, I think the Mets offer is going to be way beyond whatever the Yankees offer, and I'm not so sure about the Dodgers, but it'll be bigger and better than the Dodgers offer. So the only way they don't get him will be if he does want to play for either the pinstripes or stay on the West Coast. And in that case, there's nothing you could do. And if the Mets lose out on Otani because of that, guess what? They're going to find another star. Whether it's Manny Machado, whether it's Juan Soto eventually, and... That's the good thing. See, the Yankees already have star players. The Mets need to build a star-studded team. They have good players and a couple of stars, but not the way that the Yankees have been built consistently. Or even you look at the Dodgers, the way that they have been building their teams. Steve Cohen, and thankfully so, is going to be a guy who wants superstars. They missed out on Correa. They're going to go all in for Otani, which they're probably going to do anyway. And if they don't get him, there will be someone else. But it was a little discouraging or disheartening to read Andy's column and see that. I mean, it's not really anything that we didn't assume as far as the trade deadline stuff. Like, I did not assume the Mets were going to give up Francisco Alvarez and Brett Beatty to get Otani for a two- or three-month rental. 
But it is a little scary when you think about Otani potentially wanting to stay on the West Coast or even with the Angels because that's one guy who, you know, look, now if you're a Mets fan, obviously the Yankees too, but the Yankees are going to be limited here because they already just paid Aaron Judge a mega contract, right? So, you know, I I doubt the Yankees are going to be in the vicinity of the Mets in this particular case with Otani if he hits free agency. Plus, they already have stars, as we were saying. You want right now, if you're a Mets fan, all these guys to become available. The way that Mookie Betts was available. If that happened under Steve Cohen, the Mets might have Mookie Betts instead of the Dodgers. Any big name that becomes available, the Mets are now in play. And it's just a matter of time before they get another one or two. 877-337-6666. Jimmy is calling from Jersey City. What's up, Jimmy? What up, my man, Sal? Hey, Sal. If I offered you uh, season tickets to the Warriors or the Detroit Pistons, which one you picking? Um, the Warriors. Well, that's why Otani would pick the Yankees instead of <laughs> instead of what? Oh, the Mets? You're saying? Well, well, if I offered you five hundred million, or if I offered you three hundred million, which one are you taking? Depends on how much money he needs. Sal. You know, it all comes down to the bottom. No, no, no. Money. What do you mean? It depends how much money. It's five hundred million dollars to three hundred. I got right? I make a great salary, right? I could have made more money for this other company, a big, big time company, bigger than the one I'm with. Right. But I chose not to because I'm happy where I'm at. The money I make is very, very Well, that's very fine. Good. All right. So, but, so you say, let's say Otani doesn't want to choose the most money, right? Which the Mets are going to have. We agree on that. The Mets will offer the most money. You, you mentioned you compared the Warriors and Pistons, but that's really not equal because uh, who won more games last year, the Mets or the Yankees? Uh, yeah, correct. So one more playoff games. All right. Well, you see your flaw though, right? <laughs> well, how many playoff games did the Yankees actually win? Uh, what well, we win three, three. Right. And the Mets won one. So, I mean, you know, they they won two. The Mets won 101 games in the regular season. They won all playoff game. Yankees won three playoff games. You think that that's enough to say, well, I want to go. Now, he may like the history better. I mean, that's the big difference there, Jimmy. That's what you'd selling Otani on, the history of the Yankees with their pinstripes and all of that. And, you know, if it were, if he knew the Yankees who are a, you know, uh, a brand worldwide growing up, that would be the selling point there. But... The Mets are going to have the best offer, and they're going to have a team that compares to anybody else, just like the Yankees or Dodgers or whoever the top team is. Hey, real quick for us, I don't lose my time yet. Uh, I guess uh, the Dolphins must have listened to you because they're about to sign Vic Fangio to uh, the defensive coordinator spot. Well, they need need a defense. You know that. They need to upgrade that defense. uh, Sal, question. How come there aren't any black field goal kickers in the NFL? Uh, I don't even know that there aren't. I mean, do we know this? I don't, be... I don't think there's ever been. Uh, I was going I'm, by I'm with sh- some of my friends, but I wonder why there's never. I wonder, but just a little thing to make you hmm. Well, I don't. I, about. Yeah, but I don't even know. I don't know if that's the case. I mean, um, I remember some punters specifically. I can't recall. Yeah, punters, yes. yeah I can't recall a kicker. Uh, but I don't even know if that's like I couldn't. I'd, I'd be lying if I said I knew every kicker off the top of my head in the NFL. But yeah, now, I two mean, more things, yeah. two more things, real quick before you get to that chance later. Uh, did you? Did, how many times do you think Don Manley struck out? Average. Not a lot. I know that for sure. 38, 38 times a year, he averaged. He was right behind Yogi Berra and, and, and the Maggio as all-time Yankees on, on strikeouts like that. 
That's mm. amazing. And I saw that guy, Scott, Scott Rowland, took out 1,100 times. Manly had more hits, better average and all that. Yet this guy get in. And, uh, hey, Sal, before I go, well, let's just quick, simplify you- this. I'm not going to let you go yet. I'll, I'll let you say your final piece, and then we can say goodbye. Let's just simplify it. I mean, who's a better player? We watch. Forget the stats. You watch the games. Who's a better baseball player, Don Mattingly or Scott Rowland? It's not, it's Manly not even had close. A stretch of the numbers that he put up. Rowland didn't even come close. To not even close. It's not, not even close. Even close. That's what's the the shame of it. Hey, Sal, real quick. Last night you had me laughing my ass off. Uh, around four thirty, you had some guy bad call up. <laughs> I'm still laughing. You told him you said, "Bad." I don't know what area the woods you're from. Because bad, you're lost. <laughs> I'm glad I'm you. Talking about, bro. Okay, thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate you checking. I'm glad you picked up on that. That one came to me in the moment, and I was kind of proud of it. I must say, some guy. Who called... <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Some guy who called up called himself Bear, and he didn't make any sense. He was, in fact, lost. Um. And I'm I'm not sure if there's a relation there, uh, you know, any relation to Jimmy or, uh, no, just messing around, Jimmy. But that was uh, that was funny, and I appreciate you noticing that. Um, Roland is, and I see some people like defending it, like, oh, if you if you don't think Roland is a Hall of Fame player, you didn't watch baseball, dude. Come on, nobody's saying that Roland wasn't any good. Scott Roland was very good, very good player, a very 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 good player. Not a Hall of Fame player. You could name easily a bunch of guys, and I've forgotten a lot of them, but you could name a bunch of guys that are better baseball players or were better baseball players than Scott Rowland, and they're not on the Hall of Fame. The Baseball Hall of Fame has a problem with guys that they've let in and guys that they've kept out. So if I know, based on watching the games, that there are better players or some better players outside of the Hall of Fame than some of the guys who are put in the Hall of Fame, why would I put any stock whatsoever in what the Hall of Fame means? Not to mention that, as we said yesterday, everybody focuses on the top guys and, oh, who left Beltron off their ballot and this and that. How do you have... Made, this is a real thing. Major League Baseball writers that have a vote, and you have to be on the ballot, you have to be in baseball, uh, the Baseball Writers uh, Association for 10 years to be able to have a vote for the Hall of Fame. Three votes, three votes went to R.A. Dickey, Bronson Arroyo, and Mike Napoli. Who the hell in the world that ever watched Major League Baseball and ever watched either of those three guys play, who the hell thought that they were worthy of a uh, single Hall of Fame vote? Like somebody that actually has a say in this got his ballot or their ballot, his or hers, got their ballot and checked the box for Mike Napoli to go into the Hall of Fame. Regardless of the reason for it, like, oh, he was a nice guy, or, oh, I want to hope he keeps on the ballot because I like, whatever it may be. Regardless of the reason, that's unacceptable. That cannot happen. 
I mean, that should be, you should have your vote taken away if you vote for Mike Napoli for the Hall of Fame or Bronson Arroyo. Paul is calling from Jackson Heights. What's up, Paul? Well, you know, I have mixed feelings about getting Otani. I'm a Mets fan. I don't know, it seems like they're counting too much on this guy. And, you know, I I just hope there's no, like, bad luck. We get him and all of a sudden he gets hurt or something. Yeah, but that can happen with everybody. So you don't... I know, I know, but it just... Well, what don't you like I, about you know, him as a player? I, I think he's great. Um, it does make me nervous that he's two ways, but... If we get him, I'm just gonna be in the stand cheering for him. Yeah, well why would he why would it make you nervous that he's two ways? Because every time the Mets get a Japanese player, they don't live up to it, you know, like they always do good in the other team. Wait, what you, I thought you said there's you were nervous about him being a two way player. Yeah. So what about and also, what, what um, has the, the guy with... I really want is a guy from San Diego. Uh, but wait a second. Uh, what does him being a two way player have anything to do with him being from Japan? Nothing. I was just being stupid. Yeah, well, Otani is is a great player. Yeah, well, I don't. I, I just don't know. Look, he's one of the best players in baseball. And thanks for the call. I have no idea what, like, why you would even mention that. And you could talk about the players that the Mets have gotten from Japan prior. Nobody is on the level of Shohei Otani, Shiyoshi Shinjo, Kaz Matsui. These guys were. They were okay players, but not at the level of Shohei Otani. And they were secondary players. It wasn't the the most hyped guy. Now, at times, remember, the Yankees would go get, let's say, Hideki Arabu, Kei Gawa. These guys were total flops for him. But obviously, Hideki Matsui was a stud. Like, you, I mean... If you get the top players, Ichiro, one of the greatest players the sport has ever seen, if you get the top players from Japan, you, I mean, they pan out. And by the way, it's not even a question mark anymore. And we're going to see with Kodai Senga as well. I'm looking forward to watching him play for the Mets this year. I do think he's going to be an X factor. I think he's going to be better than Chris Bassett. And he may even be better. Maybe he outpitches Scherzer or Verlander. Who knows? He's got that potential to where he could be an ace. But it's not like there's an unknown with Shohei Otani. This is not his first time coming over. He already came over, and he's obviously had great success with the Angels. Nothing to be nervous about. Look, the Mets going after, or Yankees for that matter, going after Shohei Otani is a no-brainer. Just like the Jets going after Aaron Rodgers should be a no-brainer. 877-337-6666. Unless you don't like great players and you don't like enhancing your chances to win. And why would anybody not want Aaron Rodgers? You'd rather have the draft picks? For what? To hope that you might one day get a player that can be a fraction of what Aaron Rodgers is? You don't want to get Otani because you're worried that he's going to get hurt? When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown! Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Salakana back 
on the fan going to 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and Jerry. Be careful out there. The roads are nasty. 877-337-6666. I hate the rain. I think I'd rather deal with snow. Although, let me knock on wood. Be careful what you wish for. By the way, if it is going to snow, don't snow next Friday, please. I want to get out of here. Flight to Aruba, nice and early Friday morning. My wife was already texting me yesterday saying, oh, the weather looks bad Friday. Get us on the first plane out. You guys can deal with the snow. See ya. No, but all kidding aside, I, I don't mind the snow other than the headaches that it causes to travel. I'd rather deal with snow than the rain, though. The rain is just so miserable and wet and yucky, and nobody knows how to drive in it, it, it without fail. It's like driving on a Sunday. Nobody knows how to drive. I never knew what a Sunday driver was. And I heard the expression when I was a kid. Sunday driver, whatever, whether it's a movie or a show, I don't even remember, or my father. And then I started to drive on Sundays. You know, as you get older and you learn the commute, and then you're driving on Sundays and you realize, I know what a Sunday driver is now. Well, Sunday drivers, that's what everybody's like in the rain. But anyway, it's nasty out there and wind and uh, the wind in the rain, just a, a bad, bad mix. 877-337-6666. Look who it is. How's that Eagles defense, Bob? <laughs> Bob and Bayside. Hey, they had one stinker the whole year, basically. <laughs> well, two against yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, they had. Yeah, they lost to the Eagles. No, you want to throw in the Lions? I mean, that counts as they get yeah. there. You know. Ba- How did you? Are, you, are you over it yet? I know. I noticed you take it a while. It's now Thursday morning. I haven't heard from you. Yeah, I, I didn't know when you were on, Sal. I know. What uh, are you going? When are you going to Aruba this weekend? Next week. Next oh, week. next week. I'll be back next week, and then just Friday. I'm leaving Friday. I've been there ten times, but on cruises. You have I any? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Cruises. Any any restaurants that you recommend? I'm gonna I'm gonna do the do the. I haven't been there in a few years, but uh, I'm gonna, I'll do the research for it. No, no, no. You don't have to do it. If you had a spot because you've gone there before, it's uh, no no big deal. I got be- the beach at the Renaissance Hotel is really nice to sit okay. there, and they, they have a day thing. Uh, you stay at the beach. You have lunch there. They have a very good deal. Okay. Anyway, remember that the Renaissance Hotel. It's right at the edge of town. Okay. But anyway. Anyway, the Hall of Fame has two main things they look at. One is longevity, and the other is milestones. 500, uh, uh, 500 home runs, 300, uh, uh, 300 wins for a pitcher. Well, it used and, to be that. No, no, that's what it is. You, you, if you have 500 home runs, if you have 300 wins a pitcher, you're going to get into the Hall. And yeah, but that's not; those are no longer the the criteria. It's no longer. I know what I don't you're know saying. Why change, but that's always how it's been for right. Us. I, no, I know what you're saying. It's yeah. been that way. Well, but, well, 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 but, but look at Scott Rowland. What do you have? Three eighteen or whatever it was, or three? I don't even remember the exact number. But in the threes in home runs, why is he? Well, in? I'll give you an example. Don Sutton had over over three hundred wins. Right. He was he was never the best pitcher. Right. He's another one who shouldn't have been in. He was he maybe was a compiler. He was maybe one of the first ones. You know, we, you know, a guy that we brought up uh, actually off the air after our baseball night New York show. We were talking about today. John Harper brought him up. David Cohn. Like I think David Cohn is a better pitcher or was a better pitcher than Mike Mussina. Obviously, Don Sutton, you could throw him in there, too. And Sutton's the first name I remember being like, this guy's in the Hall of Fame. And, you know, Mazeroski talk about people, whatever. Yeah. But uh, or people talk about Mazeroski. He for was years. a compiler, Sutton. Yeah, so, all right. So, I mean, then, but that's One the point. One more thing before you let me go. Well, right? do you think Roland's a Hall of Famer or not? He's borderline. He's a, he was a good player. But uh, you know what the big crime is? <clears throat> and, by the way, Mattingly... Basically, if you really look at it, it only had five, six great years in a row. And right, but what do you value? 
They don't. They don't. They don't put you in for five, for a five year. Do run. you val? Okay, but then uh, well, forget about what they do or what they don't do. Uh, let's just let's talk about it as baseball fans here. Do you value five great years or ten good years? Right. I uh, well, I, well, I happen to agree with you on this. So one, I mean, I I value you what the great they years. Look at though. Uh, I know. I know. One more point. The big crime, uh, if you're a Yankee fan, is Thurman Munson. Two hundred ninety-two lifetime batting average, and he did play eleven seasons. And in the playoffs, which the Yankees were in almost every year, he uh, he had a three fifty-seven lifetime batting average in the playoffs. The man should be in the hall. Yeah, I mean, his name came up three times. I can't really speak to it because I haven't seen. You know, I didn't watch Thurman Munson play. I know about him, obviously. I know about the history. I didn't watch him play, so I could just look up his baseball reference numbers like everybody else and make a decision there. But um, I mean, what, what was his? What do you have his totals there? I can look it up real quick and see. But no, I just know he had a two ninety two lifetime batting average, yeah. and 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 his playoff batting average was three fifty seven in every playoff game he was in. The man was clutch, and he seven didn't play time All Star, three time Gold Glove, Rookie of the Year, yeah. MVP, should be in the hall. Well, why isn't he? Did anybody I, ever explain why he's not? There was an allusion to the fact. I that mean, geez, he drove in a hundred runs three straight years, by and only hit. You know, he didn't even hit twenty homers. He hit twenty that, homers once in his career, but three years where he drove in a hundred runs without. I'll tell you the, I'll tell that you the is the remarkable. Kid. I don't know if I've ever. I'm serious. I don't know if I've ever. And catchers don't hit two ninety two. You know, of all the, and catchers offensively don't. I mean, as you know, Bob, this is a rarity here. And thank you for the call, Bob. I appreciate you checking right. in. Um. I have not, I can't remember, I'm sure it's happened, but I cannot remember looking at a baseball reference page that had a player that hit fewer than 20 home runs and drove in over 100 runs. I mean, that is remarkable. Three years he did it. 75, he hit 12 homers. 12 homers and had 102 RBI and hit 318. 1976, 17 homers, 105 ribbies, hit 302. And then in 77, 18 homers, 100 RBI, 308 batting average. Remarkable. I got to search and see if there's other players. And go figure, in 73, hit 20 homers and only had 74 RBI. Think about this. From 19, and he was an all-star in 73, 74, 75, 76, 77, 78, 71 as well. But think about the numbers, why it's startling to see 100 ribbies for only 12 homers. So in 1974, Thurman Munson hit 13 homers and drove in 60 runs. That's normal, right? 74, 13 homers, 60 ribbies. That's normal. In 75, he hit 12 homers and drove in 102. One less homer, 62 more RBI. Unbelievable. I don't think I've ever seen that. You know, usually it's 35 at 100, 25 at 100, 32 at 100, you know, whatever, 130, especially in the steroid era, but still. Minimum 25 and 100. 12, 17, and over 100? Remarkable. Carlos is calling from Houston. What's up, Carlos? 
Hello. Hey, what's up, Sal? Oh, super delay. What's on your mind, Carlos? I'm doing all right, brother. I I was calling in about um, the Shohei comment earlier. Uh, Regardless of the stupid comment, I I, I was coming from the approach about the two-way player and, you know, the concern with the injury, which, to be honest, Sal, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. First, I'm all in to go for him. Mm Mm-hmm. But I cannot lie, man. It, it's you know when he comes to to when 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 he comes to the Mets, he's going to be filling in two holes, right? So he's going to be in the rotation, of course. But he's also going to give us that much needed DH. And man, you know any injury that 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 happens, although it can happen with any player, but mm-hmm. with that type of investment. That, that again, gives us two holes. So I understand where he's coming from. It can happen with any player, but I'm not going to lie, man. It, it's it's something that, that sticks with me as well. Yeah, but you could worry about anybody then. You you can't just say that, oh, well, he might get hurt. So what? Everybody, Anybody could get hurt at any time. And it's not like he's been, I mean, Jacob DeGrom made, what, 10 starts or whatever it was last year? The Rangers gave him a boatload of cash. You think they were saying, well, what if he gets hurt? I mean, it's it's always, there's always a risk involved. So what does that mean? You shouldn't sign any player because they could get hurt? Should the Mets have gotten not gotten Verlander? I mean, there's a difference between what happened with Correa, where they checked the physical and saw something wrong that they didn't think would hold up very long. And Shohei Otani, who's been hurt at times, and yeah, of course, could get hurt, but anything could happen. Anybody could get hurt. That, and, and you're absolutely right, Sal. That's why I'm saying, I'm not saying not go after him, but, you know, I can see where the concern rises from because a player like him, what makes him unique is that he, he, he gives us two players and one. Right. But in our case, with the needs that we have and, and up till now, especially lineup. You know, on the side of the lineup and the limited uh, right. But that what's we have the name? Well, he would fill two voids. He'd be a starting pitcher in that rotation, and he's gonna hit. He'll be a DH. What? What's the? I don't understand what the problem is. What are you worried about? Injury happens. No, no, I know, but forget, forget. And thank you for the call, Carlos. No, you, you can't just. So then, what though? By that logic, why are you gonna get? Why would you sign anybody? Well, an injury can happen. Why play the games? An injury might happen. Don't walk out of the dugout. An injury might happen. If you wanted to call and say, Sal, I don't feel comfortable giving DeGrom 200 million bucks because he's been often injured. I can understand that. You can't say, well, I don't want Shohei Otani because an injury might happen. Yeah, it might. It might not. You don't know. You get the player and you deal with it afterward. What do you think? They're going to sign him to a 10-year deal and he's going to be hurt for, you know, nine years? That's not, I mean, you can't worry about that stuff. It could happen with any player at any time, any injury, light, you know, a a lesser injury, a significant injury. Otani, the last two seasons, has played over 150 games in each year. When he first came over, he had three okay years, 104 games, 106 games, then it was hurt in 2020, he was hurt a little bit, but obviously they, you know, didn't play a full season. He played 44 games. 
In 2021 and 2022, it was 155 games and 157 games. And wh- why would you worry about the injury? Just because early on he, only, you know, missed 60 games or so in his first couple of years. If Otani is available, I don't care what team you are. You go get him. You do everything you can to get him, just like Aaron Rodgers. A guy like Aaron Rodgers is available. If you need a quarterback, you go get him. If a guy like Otani is available and you have money, you go get him. But it does seem less likely now after reading that Andy column than I thought prior. I thought the Mets, I mean, if he hits the open market, they're going to have the highest offer. I'm just not as confident as I was prior to reading that. Makes me a little nervous that he might either stay or prefer the West Coast. Who knows with Otani? But it's going to be fun to follow. The good news is, if it's not Otani, it will be somebody else for the Mets. Steve Cohen wants a superstar. Steve Cohen will pay a superstar. Just a matter of when and who they will get. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. 
Talakata back on the fan. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Whatever it is you want to discuss on this Thursday morning as we get ready for Championship Sunday, that'll be the fun thing from the weekend, and then football season is essentially over. Super Bowl, that's it. The glorified exhibition. Three games left. It's always bittersweet because I love Wild Card Weekend so much. I love the divisional round so much. It always goes so fast, just like everything else. And then before you know it, all those standalone games, both those weekends of just games galore, they go away, and then there were three. Now, look, the championship games are the best, and we got excellent matchups. That's not always the case. Excellent matchups on both sides. And usually, I would be disappointed with a potential Super Bowl matchup. I do not think there is a bad Super Bowl matchup of the bunch here. Now, I'd prefer to see Cincinnati versus the Niners or Kansas City versus the Eagles. For me, those are the two most appealing matchups. I don't want to see Niners-Chiefs again, and I don't think Bengals-Eagles does much for me. I think it's a good matchup, but I like a little juice, a little extra storyline in there. And Reed versus the Eagles is, I mean, that's great. And the Bengals versus the Niners reminds me of when I was a kid watching the Bengals and Niners in the Super Bowl. So I kind of like that too. And why not this time where the the Bengals maybe could get some revenge and get over the hump? Wouldn't that be fitting? 877-337-6666. Hector calling from Washington Heights. Good morning, Hector. Nice and early. Uh, What's up, man? What are you doing up this early? What do you mean, what am I doing up this early? Well, usually you call me in 4 o'clock hour, don't you? Well, that's when I when I sleep and I go to work work early. But today I'm working through the night. Well, I'm wrapping it up. Ah, now, so. okay, okay. Be going to bed soon. I figured I'd hang out with you tonight. I appreciate um, that. But, I can take all the company. I'll take all the company <laughs> I can get. <laughs> but, but I'm cutting out a little bit before you. I'm starting to head home now. Um, so I, and I, before we get into this uh, Otani nonsense, I've watched the first two Rockies so far. Yes. Again, like I said, I was going to join you in the marathon. You know what I've come away so far is as much as all the inspirational lines that we talk about with Rocky, there are so many funny one-liners, little quick hitters. Agreed. That, that these guys just drop on you. Like, I remember right now, like, uh, it's in part two when Rocky's, like, not really into the training and stuff. Um, watching the, yeah, part two when he's not into the training and he offers Paulie a job. He's like, oh, Paulie, you want to hang around and be a part of this, uh, be a part of the court in this fight? And Paulie, hang around to what, watch him get killed? Yeah. Like, no, I'll right. pass on that. Yeah, you know, the, the one-liners, you're right, you got to pay attention because there are some good ones in there. And did you cry like I did at the end of Rocky Two? Nah, oh, not at all. Oh, what's wrong with you? There's something <laughs> wrong with you. If you don't cry at the end of Rocky Two. maybe there's something wrong with me, as a matter of fact. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know. I, I told you, I, I cried at Rocky Four when I saw it as a kid in the theaters. Right. I but not as an way. adult. I, I, I cried at Rocky Two as a 43-year-old adult watching it on my iPad in my basement last weekend. I know, I know. I heard you say, <laughs> I heard you say that yesterday. Um, I don't know. It, it didn't make me cry, though. No. <laughs> I think I need to see a therapist at some point soon, potentially. You know what I mean? Well, listen. Uh, I think I need to see a therapist, so I, you know, maybe I didn't cry for that. But <laughs> yeah, well, you need help with anger issues. I, I may be crying at Rocky too, but I'm not throwing water bottles at City Field. Well, listen, 
I think that's real, Sal. You know, you're crying out about a movie. I'm crying about, well, it's, it's a game, but, you know. I'm crying about a movie that touched my heart. You're throwing water bottles about a team that couldn't give a crap less about you. What do you mean? <laughs> you, get so, you, know, you get so angry. That's not like my mother was saying, it's just a game. It's just a game, Hector. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Whatever. Uh, oh, Tony. I, I, like, I don't even know why we're talking about this guy. Like, it, it frustrates me that we're even talking about something that cannot happen no time soon. Because I'd rather be talking about, you know, I'd rather be more excited about this season coming up than talking about what may or may not happen in 2023 offseason or even at the trade deadline. Like, yeah, we'll talk about the trade deadline when we get closer. Um, but, you know, my buddy Carlos, that I heard call earlier, and I kind of understand what he's saying. That, you know, you're right in that anybody can get hurt. And if you're going to think about that, you know, why would you sign anybody? Why play the games? Mm-hmm. But I think his point, what he's trying to make is, that we we be counting on Otani to fill two spots. So, like, if he gets hurt, that's two spots that are now you having to fill, as opposed to if a regular player gets hurt. You know, a pitcher gets hurt, you go mm-hmm. in front of the pitcher. You fill it. You fill that up. A hitter gets hurt, you know, whatever. A position player gets hurt, you find somebody to fill that position. Usually you have somebody on the bench, maybe not as good, but that can fill it for, for a couple of games or whatever, a week or two. Um, but if a, somebody like Otani goes down... Now you need to find a picture, and you need to find a hitter. Understood. Yeah, I understand that. But still, would that prevent you? Would that prevent you from signing him? Oh no, no, it wouldn't prevent me from signing him. I just feel right, but and and also though, you're also remember on the the good side. If he stays healthy, which he's done the last two seasons, it takes one player to fill two spots. No, that's yeah, it's a great thing. Yeah, absolutely is. Uh, did he have Tommy John surgery or no? Uh, I I don't honestly don't remember. He might have, but he didn't miss that much time. Because he did he? Because I remember he did get hurt when he re, when he first came over. No, right. Like, he he missed some time, so I wonder if he got Tommy John. Because if he that would scare me if he didn't. If he did, then you know we know he's good on that for a little while. So that would be more you know put me more at ease. But I also do wonder, man, how many of these contracts are going to give out? You know, it's crazy. The, the amount of money that people are talking about that he's going to get. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, yeah, I know it's not my money. Steve Cohen has billions, blah, 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 blah. But I, I, I still do wonder um, how much of that are we going to do and how, you know, how conducive is that to really having a, a, a sustained success for a long time, you know? Well, um, I, I think that I think as long as he's got the the you know look, Steve Cohen has money, Hector. You know that, and thank you for the call. As always, we appreciate you checking in. As long as he's the owner, they're going to be fine. Uh, I'm just trying to read the injuries his uh, injury history here. Sprained UCL right elbow. This was in June of 18. Elbow issue in 19. Uh, the beginning of 19. Then he had finger issue, knee issue, elbow again. Uh, I don't think he had Tommy John, but I'm not 100% certain on that. Either way, he was healthy the last two years. Over 150 games. I think, as a matter of fact, over 155, whatever it was. I had it up before. Injuries can happen. Like, it's just a foolish thing to talk about at this point. He did have Tommy John. What year, Fleas, did he have it? Uh, Looks like late 2018. That's why he did not pitch in 2019. He only hit. Ah, okay, there you go. That makes sense now. 
Right, so, but even in his scenario where, well, you lose two players. Well, no, not really. He didn't pitch because of the Tommy John, but he could hit. This was 2019, you said? Yeah, and then he only he played um, how many games that year? Two games in 2020 as a pitcher. Right, but he played 40 games overall as an offensive player. Right, and he played 100 in 2019 as a hitter. All right, let me just get coming off of Tommy John. Right, so he, considering the fact that he had Tommy John, he has not missed a lot of time offensively. Right? And he missed sixty or fifty six games in the season where he had Tommy John. Right. And he still hit two eighty with eighteen home runs. That's unbelievable. And that was his worst full season with an eight forty eight OPS. So matter of fact, it's the opposite of what Carlos and Hector are saying. He could get hurt and still produce. Right, listen, he's not gonna give you the fifty million dollars a year player, but he's still gonna be a serviceable everyday player if he gets hurt. Imagine that. A guy who has Tommy John surgery and can't pitch for you is gonna hit twenty homers for you. And again, the last few years have been healthy. Look, you, you can't worry about that stuff going in. It can happen. And it, as I keep using DeGrom as the example, because he's a guy who's been hurt the majority of the last two years, and you're paying him hoping he can stay healthy. And, you know, you, there's big risk involved there. This is the exact opposite of that. 877-337-6666. We'll get uh, more of your calls on the other side. You know, I was thinking about this, Marco. You know, I have, uh, I'm going away next week to Aruba, right? And we Very talked nice. about uh, the beach body. Mm. Remember we were talking about, I'm afraid to take my shirt off. Well, I've been getting in better shape. Now, I'm wondering, like, should I shave my chest for the trip? Uh, I don't know. Are you like a gorilla? No, not like a gorilla, but, you know, it's it doesn't look... You know, a tank top doesn't look as nice, I don't think. I'm going nothing but tank tops. I don't know if I'm going to be shirtless. I mean, when I go in the pool, I guess I am. But tank tops the entire time, that's my goal. You, you, you maintain your, your yourself there? You no. know what I mean? You no. don't? No. That, Never I, have? I, I, my chest hair? No. Other? Uh, my back? No. Like, uh, uh, other? Uh, let's, you do manscaping what, what or what? We, what are we doing? Again, uh, the same thing. I'm, I'm my mother's maiden name? Like, what are we doing here? I'm auditioning for a day party. <laughs> You're an American man. Yeah. You don't shave your chest. <laughs> don't, we, don't we talk about shaving private parts on the day party? Come on. I'm trying to work my way up to the day. Yeah, no, nobody wants to see my chest anyway, including my wife. Never mind to well, get shaved. There's I no think, reason. Fleeg, do you shave your chest at all? Have you ever? No, again, you're an American man. You don't do it. Really? We're men. We have hair there. That's it. There was a point when I was really in shape. I was shaving my arms. Everything. Shaving my arms regularly. Shaving my... Because you see more, like, muscle definition. I know it's yeah. weird, but once you get used to... Like, hair is... It's gross, long hair. It just looks like... If I see a guy walking around with no chest hair, I'm on vacation. I expect him to be European and also wearing a Speedo. Yeah, well, that won't be happening. Uh, I'm not, in fact, going to wear a Speedo. But I do think, how about just, like, trimming it a little bit so it doesn't, it's not all, like, all over the place? I, again, I'm concerned that you're a little bit of a gorilla. No, I don't have that. Uh, I mean, I have chest hair, but I, not to the point where I've, I'm worried about it all over the place. Where the hell is it going? Yeah, how unruly could it be that trimming it would make that big of a difference? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just, it doesn't look like your beard, right? If you grow, How often do you shave your beard? Uh, trim it? Yeah. I should do it a couple times a week. How often do I normally yeah. do it? Probably once every three weeks. All right, but still you maintain it because why? If you don't do that, it's going to kind of grow and go everywhere. You know, like Dove's beard. 
Right, his well, beard a lot of times goes everywhere. Yeah, I, that's so different though. Comparing beard to chest, you can't do it. No, but but chest, the beard's yeah. part of the overall presentation. I'm telling you, if have you, so, neither of you have ever shaved your chest before. No, come on, you gotta shake it. It's, it makes who a big difference. Who am I doing difference. this for, him, Sal? Oh, me? That's a good point. Well, who am I doing it for? I'm I don't know. Talk to your wife. wife. My wife hates me. We're yeah. good. My, my wife wouldn't know if my chest was shaved or not. I was going to say, you, like, what are we doing? What are you kidding me? We're my, and my chest hair is always, like, naturally falling out. Like, when I'm in the shower, right. it's just, like, going everywhere. So it's just kind of naturally kept itself in a reasonable length. In the summer, like, what about armpit? No, you just let that go? No chance. What? No chance. Gotta, I've never even, like, heard, like fathomed the idea of a man shaving his armpit. Really? And I could see if I was saying shave my legs, like I would never go to those lengths. Never. That's where you draw the line. I draw the line at that. No, I don't You're do You're shaving own... your chest, your arms, and your armpits, but I your legs, no, that's where we're armpits, drawing the line. You definitely got to maintain the armpits. And I do think you have to maintain the chest a little bit. It's okay to, I'm not saying you got to go bare, but you got to maintain it. I, I mean, you want to put in a nice little design, or yeah. are you just going to. No. You know, they, they make body trimmers for a reason, it's not just for. Right. So if you can't... Here, here's the thing. Look, and I'm going to speak for myself here. When, when, when you're a fat guy, yeah. the last thing I'm worried about, okay, is what my armpit hair looks like, okay? Because my fat ass walking around without a shirt or a tank top hmm. is already enough for people to go, what the hell are you doing? They're not looking at the armpit or chest hair at this point, okay? Could, could be a good point. Do you if think- anything, that's a nice distractor from or a distraction from what you don't want them to look at. Yeah, I mean, right. you see a walrus come up on the beach. You worried about the whiskers on his face? The hair's hiding. I'm pretty the fat sure. In this case, well, that's part of the reason why I grew the beard. Ah. you know, you hide a couple of chins. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's a method to the madness here. I will say that when I let myself go, uh, and obviously before I ever got in shape, I did not give one thought at all to shaving my chest or anything like that. Then you start to get in shape and you see little muscles. And it's like, I got to clean this up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so instead of like rich people problems, this is like in shape people problems well, no, that I don't have. It's going to the, the beach problems. I'm insecure. I mean. Apparently I'm, not. You're going to shave your chest and your armpits. No, I think you're very secure. No, because I don't I want. I think you're secure. I, I want to maintain. I want to look good. I think it's I mean, un- unless your wife is complaining about the chest hair, leave it alone. She couldn't. I, don't, I honestly don't think she could care. She would care less. I would about think it. that she should be involved in the conversation, Sal, because I, I feel like if she didn't like it, uh, you would want to know that beforehand, not afterwards. You want to give more reasons? I am going find to, that out before. I am going to ask her tomorrow in the window that I have, the hour window, or so maybe less of when I actually see her tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The crossover, as I like to call it, I am going to ask her if she cares, uh, if she thinks I should or shouldn't. If she thinks I'm less of a man because I do, uh, I'll, I'll get her thoughts on this. I'm sure we've had this conversation before, and I don't remember what she said. And I'm sure hmm. I'm going to get yelled at for that because she's going to say, you know how I feel about this. I told you about this. I'm, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. Lack of sleep. I'm working the overnights. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I will report back tomorrow. But I do think it's an important. It's on my list, to-do list. Shave chest and maintain body. Come on. People are going to see, Marco. You go out in public. I told you I'm afraid to get recognized. So you think shaving the chest hair, that's going to help you out? I just want to make, uh, you know. Or you just want to make a good impression if you get recognized. Well, that could be. uh, All right. No, I didn't really think What makes a better impression, though, having a hairy chest or a big fan coming over to Sal, not hearing this conversation, and just judging him like, (laughs) this guy really shaved all his chest hair? (laughs) Right. He shaved his armpit, too? Steve at Howard Beach. I'm, tra- I'm, I'm, really, I'm really listening to this guy. Steve at Howard Beach, who, you know, he trained me to get in shape years ago. Dude, he shaves his legs regularly. I'm like, dude, come on. You got to let the leg hair grow out. 
Like, but he's acting like there are runners. There are people who are physical who do that for Swimmers a specific stuff, reason. Yeah. That's a different story. That's totally That's different. different. Do you know different. why I wouldn't shave my legs? Because the maintenance. It's enough to shave my damn head every day. I don't want to shave my face every day. I don't want to maintain my legs, too, and shave my legs. It's horrible. But your arms and your chest and your armpits, only they're during, part of that? Yeah, only during the summer. I think that that's, you know, that's where you got to... So in the winter, you hibernate and with, the, with the fur. Yeah, well, you're wearing hoodies all day long. Who cares what it looks like underneath there? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right? I see. And it was always, a, I told you, I was always, especially when I was younger and, and out of shape, lights off, socks on type of guy. Winter, now, apparently, you're, you know, now, I mean, shave chest, out. oil it up, and let's go. I'm working out. Speedo. Give me, give me another couple of months. I'll be coming in here in tank tops. Please I mean, where, where, <laughs> <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.